Oh shit, ladies and gentlemen, how you doing up there? This is Intergalactic Interviews, and this is episode 154, the real 154, not the drug-addled one that I advised G-Tone last week, that last week was not, if that makes sense. How are you doing, folks? How are you doing? I, uh, do you hear that weird noise right now? Yeah, it's like a weird key, like a piano. Do you hear music? Can you hear that? I hear it. A little, it's a little fucking loud. Is it outside the the studio right now? It's in our own minds. I don't know if. Oh my god. I don't know if anyone can hear that. But that's weird. It's actually just like crazy playing right now. Um, how you doing, folks? Did you have a good week? Uh, I had a medium fucking week. Six I had out of yeah, three out of six. Three out of six, definitely. <laughs> I I had uh, I had to unfortunately cancel the podcast last week. And as uh, those of you who watched last week saw G Tone fill my role, hats off to my brother G Tone. He did a fantastic job in his podcast hosting debut. Not just this podcast, but any podcast. So like fantastic. I think he did great work. Seymour held down the boards as always. Did a great job. And Allegedly. Uh, Russian Tim is fantastic. Uh, by the time this comes out, the uh, the Christmas Rager would have already happened on Friday that we are media sponsors for at the punk show that's going down. Uh, how do you think that went, C-Mart? Can I get a can I get a I high mean, five? if uh, if history is anything to go by, yes. I assume it was prediction. Super great, <laughs> and everyone exceeded expectations. Everyone. In my experience there, it's always very fun, and everyone just fucking kills it. I agree, and I think that the new venue worked out excellent. And uh, this has been the least amount of promoting I've ever had to do for any of Tim's sure. shows. So this is great. I did fine. I feel like I might lose my voice halfway <laughs> through here, and I haven't even introduced our guest yet. Without further ado, I'm here with the uh, charismatic, uh, uh, the colorful, the wonderful uh, Connor Broussard, a.k.a. CGB. How's it going, ladies and Can't gentlemen? Go broke. Good. How's it going, man? How you doing, sir? I'm good. I'm good. It feels good to be in Vancouver. I'm so glad we kept this, and I'm so glad you're in Vancouver right now. I, I yeah. know that we've uh, booked this months in advance. Yeah, for and sure. <laughs> it was pretty touch and go for a couple days there. I was like, I don't know if I could. There's no way I'm going to miss two weeks in a row, right? Like, come couldn't, on. You couldn't, fuck. Man. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to do that to you either. So I'm like, hey, you know the show we booked? I'm going to put you in the room with someone you've never met. And you're just <laughs> like, really? I'm like, here we go, you know? I worked out good last week, though, because Russian Tim uh, is a, a major uh, punk rock, like, walking encyclopedia, essentially. And he's also a great show promoter, and uh, he hosts his own radio show, Rock from Russia. Um, so having G-Tone in here, it made sense because G-Tone plays in a number of different uh, bands um, in, in that community. And so it was pretty easy. It was a pretty easy transition, I think. He, it made sense. Sure. I, I thought of it, I was like, yeah, I'll just call G-Tone. This will <laughs> sure. work out. For sure. What's wrong with that? Um, sir, I missed you at the show. Yes, Speaking of cancellations, I, I kept I kept my... This is the cancel week, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's that's what I thought the breaker was. What I thought you, you were cancel? just going to cancel way, on this because of that. I'm literally steeping tea as I'm, as I'm talking about this. Everyone's like, look at the Jack he's drinking. No, yeah. not this week, folks. I'm... Uh, Steep in tea. Got the wizard I, water. Wizard water. The Zaremba wizard water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's what I call this stuff. Um, I, I really, I got to say, I, I'm disappointed I missed you performing. And I'm disappointed that I wasn't able to host and bring no, you on stage. Much more so. Oh, I, had, I had so many ideas. It was great, man. I had man. so many ideas. I, well, I think you got to give the people some ideas, some of those ideas right now. Well, we should break down what, what happened, say, yeah, what went so down. On Friday, there was a show um, being put on, and it was called uh, Mizzy vs. Evolved. Now, the first series of the show Because they're enemies now, right? 
<laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, like in the way El Phantasmo and Kenny Lush are enemies. Oh, okay. no. <laughs> so like not a not, thing. Not at all, yeah. Uh, the, the theme of the evening, of which um, obviously our, our guest is aware of because he just performed on the show, but um, the first run of the show was Mizzy saying, hey, did you want to, like, referee this event? And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever, like, what, what was my commitment You had level? the full referee well, shirt. Yeah, <laughs> so I went and bought, like, a uniform, and I like, I, like, wore this referee costume. And as I was wearing it, I had a, I had a, what are you doing there? You touching, Nothing. touching video stuff? Jesus. Does it look okay? Yeah, I mean, you could comment on it, or you could keep going with your story. No, no, this just... is a live performance. Okay, sir. all right. Sorry, I'm not going to cancel three things in, a, <laughs> in cancel week. That's crazy. Uh yeah, it's it's really good though. Like the the Mizzy versus Evolve format is so fantastic. They have uh, essentially they handpick artists, they draft, they do a live draft where yeah. they, they pick artists to come up and uh, uh, not battle, so to speak, but they perform tracks versus oh, it's each all other. All love, yeah, and it's, that's the thing. I think people maybe at first were thinking it was like a combative. A lot uh, of people thought it was a freestyle, like a freestyle yeah, like battle, a battle against each other. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, you guys think we're really gonna run up? on KOTD with like yeah. written battles, you know, things like that. It's like, no, it's not like that at all. It's, it's way more, if I had to be honest, like I, I wasn't at that, at the most recent event, obviously, yeah. but my first taste of the first event, uh, was more of a professional wrestling vibe. Like it's not quite a work that like the winners are predetermined, but at the same time, if, if, uh, if Connor beats me, uh, I'm not like, Man, fuck that! I got jerked or something like that. No, it's, it's like, like it's just like all right, that's good. You you killed it. You know, the like, thing is, yeah. they pick artists that are all very similar, um, yeah. style wise, and they are all kind of in the same scene. You yeah, know what I mean, some like, of them are some of them are particularly different. Oh yeah, um, for sure. But like they the same energy. I think even yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they they're all bringing it. Like it's yeah. all live performers. Like and, the finals was a uh, K-pop versus Redina. Yeah, and that was awesome. Like she's good, man. She is. She's, she's really great. She's great, and K-pop is awesome too. Like, yeah, oh, obviously. Homie, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I when I brought K-pop up on stage uh, at the the summer event, it was like that's another thing too. Like, so I, I took the referee thing so heavy that I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do first. I'm gonna start off like Bruce Buffer. Then I'm gonna do Michael Buffer. <laughs> then I'm gonna switch it to do like Howard Fink. The old, the old WWF announcer, not WWE. Like he'd be like, the following contest has brought to you, like it's one fall making his way to the ring. Like, God, my voice sucks so bad right now. But yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. I, I wanted to make it like fun. Yeah. And so I was doing like, whoa, let's get ready to rum, like the whole thing, and. Dude, there's no way I, c- I can't even do it right now. So there's no way I could have done that. That wizard bottle will get you through, yeah. man. That wizard mm. bottle will get you through. Yeah, I'm hoping Andy and Mike Zaremba give me this wizard water, and somehow it, it heals me. And by the end of this, I can do a full rendition of Let's Get Ready to Rumble. How about that? Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, okay, bro. Let's talk about this. Let's talk. So you're originally from Ottawa. I am. I'm, I'm partially familiar with the, uh, the area. My mom's side, uh, some of her family lives in that area, like Carlton yeah. Place, Canada. Okay. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So Man's I, dropping names right yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Damn. Excuse me. <coughs> this is awful. Come on. <coughs> you good? You're all good? No, I'm good. Hold on. Get that, tea. This. Get that tea as well, man. <laughs> that camellia sinensis will help. Anyway, yeah, that's right here. 
He was the ready to rumble. <laughs> threw me off. <laughs> that threw you, yeah. I'm glad he didn't try it again, man. Okay. All Je- right. Jesus, sideways. Christ. That was no good. Okay. <coughs> All right. <laughs> Got my curse game down. Um, stir. This is really hey. a hard edit. Hey. Hard edit. <laughs> uh, your, your background being in Ottawa... Yes. What What is your experience like coming up there? What, when When you're you're a young man, you're a young yes. fella. Yes. You're, you're 23 years young. I'm 23 years young. You're yes. a very young guy. I I imagine uh, you must be new to the music industry in some respects. Yeah. Pro- okay. So, sorry, did I cut you off at all? No. Nope, this, okay, is, okay, this is it. Okay. And there there is no formal oh. basis of questions. I'm not. Despite the okay. tie, I'm not really like interviewing <laughs> you. I'm, we're just chatting. All right. Feel free to cut me off. Anything. That's All right. Great. So um, I've been making music for probably about seven years. Okay. Um, Ottawa doesn't have a music scene, to be honest. Mm. Like, there's no bars or venues where they're accepting of rap artists. It's like a lot of rock, and it's a very political city. <clears throat> um, so it was really hard to make it out there as a rapper, and I didn't really have any experience like I could kind of be anywhere in the world and doing the same thing I was before I moved to Vancouver yeah because it didn't it didn't really matter where I was like I like you may as well be in Des Moines yeah Iowa. yeah for sure I exactly okay. I right. could be in Johannesburg you know like yeah and I'll be good because it, it was all about the online presence at first that's how mm-hmm. I kind of started popping off with everything yeah yeah uh, of which you've been doing very well thank you um, Appreciate it. I see I see a lot of times actually on uh, social media, you'll post something and it just boom pops really well, and, and you do you have a good grasp on that. Um, what do you what do you attribute that to? What do you what do you um, think the I've, success comes from? I studied a lot of artists and I spent a lot of time alone, just like watching music videos and interviews, and uh, of not only artists but their managers. And I would do that for a lot of younger artists like uh, Mac Miller and Chance the Rapper and mm-hmm. Joey Badass and all these <clears throat> artists that are in my kind of age group, you know? Yeah. I would study how they're approaching everything and how they're doing their music, how it's getting released, um, how their management is releasing things. And I would just take notes of that and kind of try That's to very learn, smart. you know? That's the Since way I was to like go. 16, 17. That's the way to go. I, I think... I think there's a, a tremendous responsibility on the artists nowadays in order to take that into their own hands. A yeah. lot of people don't do that. I think a lot of people are just, like rappers especially, are just kind of waiting for everything to happen and they're not really putting the yeah. work in. They just have their hands out, like ready to yeah. go, you know? And a they lot, a lot of rappers, put the work in. Yeah, a lot of rappers are, are also not doing like their own, like they're 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 not doing the work, no, so to speak. Not they're at not all. doing anything. They They're using old methods. Yeah. Exactly. Old methods that don't necessarily work yeah. any longer. It's very if yeah. No one's gonna help you unless you help yourself <clears throat> first. You know, yeah. like you have to invest in yourself. You can't just like wait for somebody to do it. And that do- yeah. that doesn't go with money only. It goes with time mm-hmm. and equipment and everything. Like you kind of have to take things into your own hands. Yeah. And doing it at a young age, especially, is like I encourage every artist out there, like yeah. do that. Like it's crazy, man. I see. I remember being twenty three. I was. I'm 32 now, but uh, I remember I remember being 23, and I, I had moved out here when I was 20. And, uh, yeah, I'd been performing, selling for a, quite a few days, days, years. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, I, I actually moved out here for, for college. So okay. when I, I came out here for music college. So Where'd by the time I, uh, I went to a now-defunct school called Pavi. And uh, Pavi was like 
this uh, one of it was an anomaly. I remember on the first day when we started our class, we had we had three concurrent semesters running. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so there's like a morning class, afternoon class, an evening class. I was in the afternoon class, and uh, you, I was in class with like third semesters that were just finishing up. It was like a three semester program. So you're in there with like three semesters, uh, third semesters, and then second semesters, and you're starting. So you're seeing kind of time machine wise, like what yeah. these other guys have experienced. So they sit you down day one, and the teacher's like, just so you know, this school is an anomaly. Like the, the fact that you can go to music school doesn't, unless it's Juilliard, it doesn't really exist. Like it doesn't, it doesn't exist like this. Like we we were in like a like an audio engineering program that taught basics of management and publishing and, and things like that. Yeah. This is like back in 2005. So at the time, people were very, um, I don't know, it, it, it seemed very fly-by-night in terms of like what to, what they had to offer and what to bring. Yeah. I've always said, and I've said on this, this show many times, if they could have given me a, a reliable contact list for what tuition and all that stuff cost, <clears throat> I probably would have just opted for that because... I did learn a few things there, but things I probably would have just learned via experience anyway, yeah. and things like that. But like, yeah, at first, I admit it was a pretty tough, tough upgo because they, they like teach you like how to wrap a cord. Yeah. To, and when you first get in, you're like, no, no, I want to get into it. But uh, it's a very karate kid. They're like, no, yeah. start like this, learn studio etiquette, work your way up. And I'm glad. I'm glad I did that part. That yeah, part has like sure. led so much. You got to take the steps to yeah. build. You know, I got a few production contracts and then just kind of didn't look back. That was that was how that worked. That's good. But yourself. Yes. You're a young man. You're right in you're in the throes of this right now. <laughs> I think that's awesome. It's cool. It's weird to think about sometimes. Yeah. It's really cool. I'm gonna look back at this when I'm your age and probably trip out a little bit. Dude, a little bit, right? Yeah. <laughs> well what would you tell yourself? Um tell like I'm thirty year, two year old yeah, CGB? I'm nine years older than you. So so uh nine years in the future, what would you tell yourself? Um thirty two year old CGB, what up? Damn. Nine year future. First, first, you have to wake up, and it's pretty hard sleeping that's on a pillow a that's made of platinum plaques. So you're, like, you're like, <laughs> you're like, fuck! I have to wake up. Um, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, 32 year old CGB. Praise. You did a lot to get here. You did a lot to get here. So <clears throat> you did it. You did it, man. I'm very proud. That's a, that's. I'm I'm pretty happy with that answer. That's good. That's good. That's a that's a hard answer to mm. come up with. You really put me on the spot. God yeah, damn. Dude. Yeah, dude. I, I'm glad you feel that way. <laughs> It'd be weird if these were like boring questions, right? Like this shouldn't. It should be. Uh, How awesome interesting. do you think you are still? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> still. Yeah. yeah. Still. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The the sometimes this type of like pro- programming, um, like these little clips, or or you watch the whole episode, or. or However, you consume this this show. Um, sometimes it's really strange how uh, people like latch on to like particular thing. Like when we put up a clip, it's like this is what we think. This is what we think is like a highlight that you should check out. This is like yeah. a good vibe of the show. And then you get people sending you feedback, and you're like, you're like, oh, uh, this we missed something. Like we didn't even, you know, like I'm ar- I arbitrarily picked a clip that I thought was like the the funny question or something <laughs> like that. But it's like maybe maybe it was like. I don't know, a low light compared to what someone else thought. So I'm like, yeah. oh, no, this is what it's up. It's really weird, man. Sometimes we've been getting weird feedback on YouTube. Is that true? Have you seen any of the feedback? No, I mean, I feel like you, uh, you're you a hawk. 
I, I well, I get all the notifications. You get all right? the notifications. Yeah. Right? So you couldn't disable those. I could. You don't. Some, well, so that's what I'm saying. There's this one guy. Okay. He he he's really militant about our camera angles. Like right now, oh. he hates the fact that it's just. I think if I look at the monitor, I think it's just me right now. Yeah. But CMart uh, has these. What we're all talking heads. We could all any one of us oh, at any yeah. point could be on the mains, right? Mm-hmm. So this guy though is like, go back to the overhead view. Yeah, the Go overhead back. view. Yeah, we don't have one right now. No, and I was like, well, they changed the camera setups in here, so now we just have straight up. We like, could still do one. You know what? Chris is going to have to stand up with the camera no, we could. right <laughs> overhead of To be fair, we could do the overhead. It's just that right now the overhead is being taken up by the un- lesser used uh, screen view. Yeah. And but- it also doesn't have the uh, camera, like, you can see it here. It doesn't really have the capacity to, like, be up there. There's like a small shelf that it can yeah, be on. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, it's not like we have a, a special like camera for that. It's like it was one of these. It's a good idea though because I yeah. do like that camera. It actually was nice for me even just to cut to. We got to get a eye. drone. Just permanently <laughs> hovering for like an hour. So it'll be li- it'll be light jazz in the background. With a little bit oh of drone. <laughs> a little bit of drone. <laughs> you know, yeah. just like. You're just like, what is that? It's like I that's a jazz love drum. that. Put some Star Wars music on. Yeah, sure. straight up. And it's you know it Oof. it's weird though because like it's like how much do you cater the show? Do you cater it a hundred percent to someone's taste? Because that's one person. Like d- does the rest? But maybe other. I think the overhead view is know. solid though. It used to be. It used to be a nice way to look at it, the yeah, conversation. That's true. As it's happening, because then if Gotta anyone a- makes like a hand gesture or does miss- anything weird, yeah. then you can kind of see everybody. Because sometimes you kind of miss it. You just miss your easy washing breaks. That's what it is. No, you throw yeah, that out. You, you guys should really do one episode. What's up? You should. Here comes the real feedback. All, yeah, like all green screen. Green screen mm. the room. Green screen this this wall. Everything. Or just, yeah. just what everyone's seeing. Okay. And then green screen, like green hoodies. So okay. you literally are floating heads just for heads. this guy. Just for this guy, you're literally floating heads. Fair just enough. rolling around? Yeah. I think that could work. Yeah, could work. I think you got ideas. It's a lot of posts. These, but are, these are good ideas. It sounds <laughs> time consuming. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. definitely a lot of posts. But uh... yeah, that, that word you just used, I, uh, that would be me, and that would be I don't know, I don't know if I could fathom that. I was just saying uh, off camera uh, to Connor that uh, uh, and CMart actually that rendering time since I got my new computer, aka Universe Crusher, showing off. Oh my god. So it used to take five and a half hours to render one of these episodes, and now it takes like 25 minutes, 30 minutes. It's fucking crazy. That's huge, man. Yeah. For me, that's like a massive time sink that I, I get yeah. back. Yeah. yeah. It's so good. I'm so it's happy. Insane. Mac? Yeah. No, PC. No. Come on. PC. Come on. Let's not be crazy. You'd never get that with Mac. <laughs> I got a... Yeah, you... I don't know, actually. Would you? I, I don't, I don't, I don't know, know if I... Know. You, you seem like a Mac guy. You got a Mac? This is a MacBook Pro. This isn't like, a... This 2011. Isn't like, I don't have any of the fancy shit. I... I Record my music and I yeah. go on certain websites and <laughs> certain websites, <laughs> certain websites. Allegedly, what kind Allegedly. Of, do my thing. Wait a minute, what kind of certain websites? What are we we're talking about here? What are they? I need what them. Kind of, we talking for about? science. Ta- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Just so I can know to not go on them. You seem like a meme lord. Let's talk oh. about this. Uh, I like Reddit a lot. Yeah, like you like Reddit. Reddit right? I like Reddit. I like Which, Reddit. What are your favorite subreddits? Um, I go on hip hop heads a lot. That's probably yeah. what I'm on most. Just like trying to find three H. Yeah. 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 I got that. 
I like Vancouver. The Vancouver subreddit is yeah, pretty funny. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of hateful people, but it's really Dude, funny sometimes. I like, didn't realize how racist Vancouver was oh, until I so read the racist. Vancouver subreddit. So racist. Holy yeah. fuck! The some of the That's uh, shitty though. Some of the posters. Yeah, very. Some of the very, posters. Very uh, they start off very innocent. It'll be like. Oh, I almost got hit by a bike again in the bike line. Stupid uh, cyclist. And then someone will, someone will respond with, yeah, they should really rethink that intersection. And then the next comment will be like, yeah, well, that's because all women drivers, especially Asian drivers. And you're just like, whoa, whoa, whoa. What the Escalates fuck? So the line was here. Y'all yeah. are up here now. Yeah, like, and it was like, wait a minute. A guy almost got hit by a bike. It has nothing to do with nothing. anyone's like <laughs> ethnic background or anything like that. So... Yeah, it's just these weird stereotypes that they perpetuate. Yeah. It's very strange. Did, did you hear as well the other day, um, the guy that couldn't get to New Westminster, like the taxi? Yeah, actually. The subreddit um, was blowing up because of that. Like, oh, my God. Lots yeah. of different comments in that. So, you know what's really strange is uh, the first time we had Kyle MacDonald on here, no relation. The uh, first time we had him on the show uh, was back in like the episode like. 50, 60-ish, something like that around there. And what is this, 143? This is 153. 153, sir. holy four. shit. How dare you? 154. Dare. Ooh. Oh, it is four. Fuck. Fuck. Good job, MD. More drugs. Let's do this. Let's see what happens. <laughs> um, yeah, episode one. Because you're sick, drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on. Yes. Allegedly. We don't, we don't promote drugs. Yeah, use. come on, guys. We do, but... Not in this circumstance. We do, yeah. Just <laughs> off camera. <laughs> um, ladies and gentlemen, come on. Uh, Mm. Okay, what was I saying? Uh, what was I saying? This is the problem with doing a podcast live with no edits. Can't even, what the fuck you're saying? Can't even rewind. You're we talking about the New Westminster thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. The t- you had Kyle MacDonald, no relation. Yes. Now he he did a, a series of studies on urban planning, and he did he found out that uh, a lot of the uh, city planning in the '50s was actually laid out to be um, more in line with what you see in modern. Um, modern city planning where they build like communities like really yeah. vill- villas like so you can put up a couple like of condo towers kind of towns yeah so you put up a little con- like maybe two or three condos in a tower and then you have like um an outdoor market that or that uh, attaches itself in terms of like a couple retail shops and restaurants all within this commercial structure if you look at old buildings from like 15 20 years ago maybe in, in, in anything older than that all of the uh, structures are are freestanding there's no there's there's no uh, attachments. There's no commercial retail section attached to it. The the invention of strip malls kind of rendered that, you know, obsolete. Yeah. So now you have these like huge complexes that are being set up. These condo like commercial things, right? So because of that, a lot of a lot of planning now is like, oh, you, it, it's just a bike ride away. Oh, you can just walk over. All all the all the promotional material yeah. matches that. But if you look at the cycling, where's this guy going? Oh my. God. Oh yeah. Oh, I'll back up. Here we go. We're doing the overhead. Yeah, he's like, don't, don't peek behind the curtain, sir. Don't, don't talk about Oz behind the curtain, sir. That's what. Let's talk about this because I gotta say, just because I move around, you can't just like call me. Like I'm trying to help. You are. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'll tell you what. From now on, you'll be the the unseen hand. I won't. I won't. I won't comment anymore. I'll tell you. What, I'm also out of Your practice. Tower. Your tower. Your tower. Oh yeah. What was I saying though? So this the city planning stuff. Yeah. The reason why it was like a that. Bike right away. A lot of the lobbyists at the time, back in the fifties, this is like post post World War II, when they were building a lot of the infrastructure in North America, like highways, etc. A lot of the major lobbyists were vehicle manufacturers. So they were saying like, hey, look, it doesn't make sense for us to sell you a car if you're not going to like have to drive. 
So they would set up these like suburb yeah. communities that were like a little like, you know, down uh, away from here, and then they put they all the zoning would be ma- basically making you have to necessitate a car in your life. So uh, as that was happening, he discovered this medallion thing. Now taxi medallions are fucking crazy. Have you ever heard anything about this? Nah. So in Vancouver, and this is fact, public knowledge. You can look this up. In Vancouver, if you let's say in this room. The three of us represent three different taxi companies, okay? okay? If the three of us want to run a taxi, a single vehicle, we have to have a medallion. A medallion represents a license to okay, do yeah. so, like a taxi yeah. license. Now, the thing is, in this particular city, in Vancouver and the surrounding area, to have a medallion, you need to bid on it. Now, the only way new medallions are released is if existing... Mortal Kombat? Mortal Kombat. Oh. And Raiden, cho- Raiden chooses you. Raiden. I went Metal Gear Solid there for a second. Raiden. Uh, if you... Uh, <laughs> nice ref. Um, if, if the three of us... The only way you get a medallion is if the three of us actually like, vote on it. If we let you. That's the thing. So if a fourth person comes in the room and says, I want to start a taxi line. No, we can basically elbow them out. And even more crazy... Vetoed. We veto them. Here's, here's even crazier... We, the three of us with medallions, we determine if the one that's actually available, uh, released by the city, is even available at all. So, like, we, we can just say, like, none of us are bidding, so there's no new medallion released. That's it. Wow. And you're like, what? And so when you look at, like, trying to catch a cab, like this poor gentleman trying to get home to uh, New West. Right? Yeah. It's like a 20-minute drive. Yeah, yeah. it's not it's not a crazy um, no, it's no not but crazy. but the idea the the main issue is that that cab once it crosses Vancouver district into Burnaby and New West the he yes he can drive out there but the rules with taxis right now is he can't pick anyone up on the way back lawfully there's zoning there's boundaries uh, because okay. they have to allow the medallions for Burnaby and the medallions for New West to take precedent in that so he has to go back to Vancouver yeah. downtown to wait okay yeah so he he that's his point of view but. That that doesn't matter. You should oh, you should never like never refuse service if you're not being physically threatened or harmed. Or I don't think you're like legally that. allowed to. No, either. you're not. You the passenger charter of rights, right? So that's the situation at. But you look at these medallion situations, and it's fucking crazy. Now, what what do you think one of those medallions costs? Like a general business license is like about 100, he- 160 bucks. I remember hearing about it in Ottawa because there's a lot of conversation about like uber and shit yeah um which we don't I have here no bullshit yeah you guys should have uber you guys just got uber eats actually yeah which is last week which is a kind of it's, yeah. i don't know it's a step up they Wait. do that that's a smart move they do that so that there's uh basically free beta testing for their network in the area yeah because it's the same right. it doesn't matter if it's food or people they don't give a shit they want to know yeah they just want to know they're like people well, what are can we spend do? money mm. and they want to know who's spending that yeah. money it's the same infrastructure but they don't give a i shit. think um well, how much how much do you think a medallion costs though how much do you think i remember hearing in ottawa something like eighty thousand. here in that'd vancouver be, i don't even want to know like i mean that'd be a pretty good deal because right now <laughs> it's north of half a million dollars so five hundred fucking thousand dollars. Really? That's crazy. Right? No way. So think about this. In That's New York, crazy. like think of how many cabs are in New York. Yeah. Ten. Ten. There's well, the one's in the shop. Oh, so sorry, nine. Two in each borough. Yeah. Two, in each, two in each borough. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting a cab from Red Hook, Brooklyn, all the way to Staten. It's not going to happen. You have to catch a ferry. Okay. Um, the the whole thing about that though is like there's 
in in what is arguably maybe one of the biggest capitals for for taxis ever in New York, like a medallion is like a fraction of that cost. But here in Vancouver, because of the system that's in place, us three member in that analogy, we can keep it that much. And then a it keeps out people that can afford it. And then b we decide how much of the market we control essentially. And th- and then because of the zoning restrictions as, as to who gets to pick up where. It's like basically just like a, a, an oligar- oligarchy. Like it's it's completely. There's no competition there's, whatsoever. Yeah, right? it's very strange. So then when you see a, a, a like a market shift towards uh, like Uber or Lyft or any of these other rideshare companies, when they come in, it's supposed to be a market disruptor. It's supposed to disrupt the market to the to the point that nothing is ever the same. When do you guys think there? <clears throat> so we can look back at this. When do you guys think Uber or Lyft will be in Vancouver? It's currently December 11th. Dece- really? Yes, it's current. Well, oh, no. fuck. Wait, current yeah, oh, you're saying it's going to happen December 11th. Did I, I just like, surprise That's the you day. with today's date? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. Connor, I need I'm to. I'm looking back at this one and laugh. Connor's right. like, I'm late. What the fuck? Yeah, like, <laughs> hold on. I thought you were saying the date was going to be December 11th. It still blows my mind. It's Download December. that app, sir. Download that app. <laughs> we're going to get you an Uber right now. Uber Eats and uh, get you a meal. And and they have it in Ottawa. Yeah, that's I'm good. They that's had cool. it here for a bit, did they not? Well, what they had was uh, uh, like Uber. We had rideshare for. They, uh, well, there's a rideshare program a in Yale Town. I forget the name of the company, but they were exorbitant amounts. Of, like it was cheaper to get like a stretch limo, like a, a stretch yeah. SUV all the way to. You know, there are lots of limos in Yale Town. I work <clears> there. I do love. Yeah. I gotta say, I love Cardigo and Evo. Oh yeah, it's nice. It's, yeah, it's sick. I you know I don't know as, as a tall guy I don't really like the car to go because like oh no I'm way too big I'm six two I can't fit. Yeah that right shit. yeah it's it's strange but I do like the concept I like yeah. Evo a lot I, yeah um, the hybrids and uh, yeah they're awesome around my area is like always one there's always like a yeah there's a ton there so there's actually dedicated Evo parking just down the street from me so that awesome. it's always like, what area something. do you live in I don't want to exactly put that yeah out don't tell on the podcast sir not say how dare you. You're living Vancouver in a... is a big place, man. Anyway, <laughs> if you guys want to contact Connor Broussard, that's 778-828. I got the 613 number now, man. Oh, that's 613. Allegedly. 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 Just throwing them off. 613-441. That's crazy. I was just saying, low, uh, I used to live at Commercial. And uh, there's always uh, there's always car to goes and Evo's like right down the yeah, street. Always, right, yeah. always a lot. That's the way to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, commercial's a good spot. You like it? Yeah, I miss it. I miss. It. I haven't gone back since I've been here though. I gotta go. That might be check it out. the but, only place in the world where uh, I think there is the largest contingent of Italians and lesbians in the entire <laughs> world. Maybe that would be like it. Just you walk the street and you're like. Here's a couple of restaurants. Okay, we're getting very left wing, and then you go through, and you're like, oh, and here we are back to the middle. It's the Italian <laughs> lesbian, yeah, capital of the world. Yeah, it's it's, it's uh, like uh, in the summer. It's uh, I love it. Oh, I love I, walking. I love the drive. The drive. I yeah. love the drive. I gotta go because my mom really wants some soap, so I gotta go pick her up. Some oh yeah, Quiditas. You know Quiditas. Quite. Oh, is that it's like on... a health food store? What? It's right by Fire Pizza. Are you, you very Fire Pizza? Oh, I do. Oh, okay, oh, come Fire, on. Fire Pizza is the shit. Come I on. love Fire Pizza. I'm gonna have to. I have to show you my identification that I live here, sir. That I Your know. Your card, that. yeah, card-carrying <laughs> member of <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> Commercial drive, yo. Um, I I wanted to ask you: Are you uh, all set for Christmas? It is the holiday season, sir. Yeah, I'm not really. Actually, no. Eh? Honest, I love Christmas. Like I love the whole Christmas uh, vibe and everything. Yeah, but I find it's it's weird to get out in here. Like there's no snow and <clears> shit. Oh, it was last year. I miss it so year, much. Though. I need the snow. Yeah, there's the actually snow. mega snow last Ontario year. Ontario boys. 
Oh, yeah, we're Ontario boys, right? Oh, put up. Nice, nice. Yeah. See, that's where the overhead view would have been good. <laughs> Instead, I just got wrists. Yeah, well, it's, it's shout out to, to overhead view love. Yeah, yo, shout out to that poster. He, he fucking knew what he was talking about. He God did. damn, he's like, no, I don't get to see the epic fucking I'm fist. Fucking telling you, you need a drone, dude. <laughs> drone. <laughs> it just seems so excessive. Are you guys hear this? A little sax, little saxophone, like, trumpet. Yeah, you're like, what's that sound? It's it's our jazz drone, actually. Uh, the, the jazz. <laughs> Sponsored by Air Canada Jazz. Oh, do you remember that Jazz airline part? All right, this is getting crazy. Dude, fucking this is a topic. tangent of a conversation. Yeah. Well, we started on this. What one. were we talking about? I like Christmas. Yeah, I yeah. like Christmas. You, you do like holidays, right? I'm a huge um, holiday guy. I I enjoy Christmas more, like just like spending time with my family and shit. I see. Um, more than like the gift thing. Yeah. I don't think I've bought anyone anything. No. No. I, you, you're given the gift of your presence. The gift of my present. My presence is a present. Yes. Yes. I like, I like how you think. Um, like. No, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some shit for my mom and, uh, and my brother and my goddaughters and everything. So. Nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, you you have uh, one brother? Uh, yeah, older brother. Older brother. Yeah. How I'm, much older I mean, is he than you? He's 28. 28. So yeah. you got four years between you. Five. Five. Wait, what? Five. Yeah. Do the math. <laughs> MD. Uh, you got the tie on, man. I you know. gotta do the math. That's a f- first of all, it's smoke and mirrors. There's no way. <laughs> Any of this. No substance yeah. beneath the surface. Please do not let me confuse you with content. There's no way that any of this is real. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, that's good. Um, when you, when you were growing up in in Ottawa, yeah. uh, how were you in school? Did you have a? Oh, did you, I was terrible. You, you, you had a. Uh, did you have a good experience overall? But you were a bad um, kid. Is that what that was? I was bullied as a kid. You like, were bullied. Yeah, I was bullied a little bit. Really? Um, Tell me about that. Uh, I don't even like remember. I just remember kids pick up. Maybe I was an asshole myself. I don't even really? remember. But like, push I just push this a little bit have, forward. You have, yeah, well, you have a lot of good things to say. Okay, cool. I want, I want everyone to. Hear um, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe I was a little bit of an asshole. I don't even remember. But I just remember your kids excluding me from stuff a lot. Really? Yeah. But I always had like like birthdays and stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Sucks, man. Yeah. And my birthday is in July. It's July 24th. Oh, wow. So That's a good day for a birthday. It is. It is. It is a good day. But everyone is on summer vacation. Mm-hmm. So, oh, like, no one would true. come to my birthday. And, like, that's ah, tough. It was a bummer. But you, that's literally, that's not a big problem. Like, looking retrospect, that's not a big problem. Like, But maybe it's, like, stuff like that that made you say, hey, I, I think I want to look creatively as to how to Yeah, I got, I got kicked out of, my mom sent me up for, like, a painting class when I was four or five years old. And I got kicked out of it because I wouldn't like <laughs> I wouldn't paint what they wanted me to paint. Like I wouldn't paint inside. How the old are you? Five? Five. <laughs> I got kicked out. How do you they how do you do that? Kick a kid out of a painting class. Because I wouldn't paint what so, they wanted me to paint or paint inside the lines or whatever. Eighteen years ago, you wouldn't finger paint a penguin or something. Yeah. And they were like, Sir, would you please Sir? Do this? We're gonna have to escort you out yeah. of this class, sir. Yeah. Unless you can do yeah. the penguin, you're gonna have to leave. Yeah. That's that's, uh, that's crazy. Yeah. What the it fuck? Is crazy. I think that uh explains a lot for me though, for how I set things up and how I'm creative with my shit, you know? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well you're very methodical on that. That's yeah. one of my favorite things about listening to your music because you, you can tell it's so well thought of in the beginning. Thank you. you look at your that. artwork selection, yeah. All of your artwork is all like uniformed. I do all of that style. too, so that yeah. really means a lot, dude. Thank you. I, I notice these things. Appreciate I, it. I know these things. I know these things. Uh, I, I know. Uh, I know that when uh, I think about when I first got involved in music, yeah. I have a few memories close to my 
like immediately that I can think of when I close my eyes immediately for yourself. What was it like the first time you were like, I'm going to, I'm going to rhyme in front of someone. Who was that? My homie, the, okay. I'll give, I'll give you the whole breakdown. I'll please, give everyone please. the breakdown. That's right awesome. Now. Please. Um, how old are you? First of all, I think I was 14, 15, like maybe I was like 13 when I started to just like kind of joke around rap and like write stuff. Yeah. But like I didn't, I couldn't like rap. I couldn't flow. I didn't know how to do any of that. Um, one of my homies, Matt Ferrer, he's in uh, Paris, France right now. Wow. Um, I did a cover of Hold Your Head by Biggie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, and right at the gate. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I have like a very photographic memory and I remember walking on the path along my house and I was rapping it to him, playing it on my iPod touch or whatever. And um, yeah, I remember playing that for him and rapping for him and I put it away for a few years and like didn't really bother with it yeah and then um and then i started freestyling randomly or some friends like started egging me on to start freestyling and i would do it and then i became that guy at every party where people would always get me to freestyle they'd always put a beat yeah. on and yeah. uh and yeah like my very first memory of of music and like being in rap is probably like being with my homie cubes he's still like one of my, like what mizzy is to you oh, you know I see. it's yeah, like super tight yeah he's yeah. like he's like my day one and uh he still produces for me to this day that's dope, like dude. my first memory of music is probably like chilling chilling in his room and recording and uh he had a little setup in his closet all the egg cartons and everything that's and, good yeah now as a producer i have to give uh, a little bit of shine this way. I have a lot of producer questions, so maybe yeah. you can answer on his behalf. Yeah. Did he have any placements on Homegrown? He did. Which, he had, what he, did he produced produce? about half the album, actually. Wow. That's my homie. That's good for him, man. Um, he produced 604 AM. Oh, okay. Um, he produced um, Senseless with Mocha Only. No. Oh, yeah. Um, what did Mocha think of the beat? Mocha liked it. Mocha, Mocha liked always it gives feedback. Right? Yeah, so, he, yeah, he liked it a lot. <laughs> He's a he's a great dude to work with. Like, Mocha's yeah. good, man. Yeah, yeah, we have to get him back on the show. Man. Mocha's have, the OG. Yeah. Like, um, I always listen to to Mocha only and uh, and Soul Members and everything. Like, I remember growing up, my brother had the RDS shirt, Soul Members RDS shirt. Oh yeah, the Red I, Dragon. Yeah, edition. exactly. Yeah, I yeah. still remember it like very very distinctly you know yeah <laughs> and um and yeah so when i came out to vancouver i was like i need to work with mocha only and uh yeah we made it that's, happen that's cool he man. loved the beat um cubes killed that he actually he was doing a beat battle in toronto cubes mm-hmm. and um i it was right after sean price passed away yeah. yeah so they were doing like a contest like who could flip um onion head by sean price the best dope and the beat that Cube sent me for Senseless was originally with the vocals of Onionhead on it. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I want to. I want to get him mm. to drop that sometime. That's like, a very particular situation. Like, yeah. Like you know, like th- like Sean Price has a pretty decent catalog. Yeah. So like the fact that those two would just be lined up like that. Yeah. That's very interesting. It's crazy. It's crazy. I uh, I, I actually had shot beats directly to Sean Price. Um, really? Yeah. And uh, he had hit back uh, that he was uh, he was checking them out and it was under consideration. And uh, I still have his sampler pack. Actually, crazy. You should come through and I'll show you the crazy. I'll show you the Sean Price beats for, I had for sure. He actually very funny story. Yeah. With my homie Cubes too. Um, he blocked him for some reason. Sean Price blocks everyone on Twitter. He, was, he blocks everyone possible yeah. on Twitter. Um, <laughs> he, he blocked my homie Cubes for, I think Sean Price was like saying that he's going to block people. And then my homie said, are you going to block me? 
he blocked him. <laughs> and then I was like 17 or some yeah. shit. I tweeted at Sean Price being like, why did you block my homie? And he blocked me right after. <laughs> and still to this day, like I go to his Twitter page and I can't see your yeah. shit. Like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. First of all, that's, it sucks because I really, Sean Price has some Sean amazing Price, tweets. You're making me log out. So I can yeah, I gotta log out and check your tweets. Fuck. Fucking use yeah. the secondary account. Dude, he had, such a, he had such a very cool presence. I remember. Oh, uh, it was amazing. Yeah, man. I remember uh, kids opening up for Sean Price. I was pretty sure it was a kid's show. I, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, that I've was, seen that post. And that was dope. And uh, Sean Price came out of the crowd and he hugged uh, our, our girl Erica first before he even went on stage. He came out and before he even did anything, he just hugged Erica and then went on stage. And man, I thought, I always thought he was just so cool. He had such a. It's insane stage presence. Yeah. Just crazy. I wish I could have seen him live, man. Like, that's... Dude. <sighs> Last time I saw you on stage, you were, like, shirtless. Just, oh, my just God. Wilding. I get shirtless a lot. <laughs> like, I get shirtless a lot on stage. Uh, what's yeah. that about? What's that about? <laughs> yeah, what's that about? What's that about? I don't know. I'm, a, I'm not, like, a big, big guy, but I get hot, you know? Like, I'm jumping Fair around enough. and doing some crazy You don't have shit. a sweat towel? I should. I fucking have never... This God era, damn! I've never thought of that. This, this era of non-sweat towels. Yeah, sweat. that's was, MD's move. I was I was rocking sweat towels heavy. I used to rock almost two towels at a time. Yeah, and I, was it? It was the Alexander that you saw me at too. Alexander, I Gaston. did. Yeah, yeah. That's a that's a sweaty venue, man. That, if you're performing, that's a sweaty yeah. venue. That's a little that's cave. That's like fair. we were on, we were on, uh, we were on that night, and uh, yeah. uh, I was I was uh, performing with Maca that night, and uh, yeah, it, it can get pretty warm pretty quick. Yeah. But For that sure. venue, I can't believe it's gone now. I've seen some crazy mm. shows at that venue. Yeah, I I saw Jesse Ray's there, and oh, beautiful uh, dude. She had just done BET Awards the week before, Damn. so she came in. Oh, and that did was this, like, recent, right? That yeah, was recent. Oh yeah, and she came in and did. Uh, we're talking like maybe there's maybe two hundred people. It was wow. like it was, it was, but it was like thick, like packed, like like uh, about ten deep, twenty deep, and uh, she was she did covers of uh, she, dude, she did Schoolboy Q covers that were just insane. Wow, so good, and uh, she's just a she's a great soul. But I, I can say like she might be one of the best performers I've ever seen live, man. And mm. it was so cool to see her in this like intimate venue. Like I don't think you'll ever see her in small venue like yeah, that again. Man. She's blown up, dude. She's um, doing like. Kimmel and yeah. stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I think she's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think the best show I saw there was uh, Tory Lanez. I, he I, was I still remember the Snapchat from that night that Mizzy sent me, and it was just Tory Lanez hanging off the rafters. Yeah. And, like, stage diving Yeah, shit. he was hanging off of yeah. everything. Mm. He was climbing up to the second shit, jumping into the crowd. Yeah. He was, sta- like, crowd walking. Like, the, yeah. the crowd was holding, holding his legs. Up, right? He performed, like, Diego or Blow or whatever song it is, mm. like, eight times. Like, Dude. Back to back wow. to back to back to so back. good. That's so crazy. You hear stories like that where... Uh, I don't even remember it either. J- I was so drunk. Right? That's Allegedly. Crazy. You hear stories no. about that, like, like performing stuff back to back to back? Like... There's a there's a story that, that talks about Jay-Z, who's actually yeah. performing down the street right now, which is crazy. But uh, Mizzy was actually supposed to come tonight and do the interview with me. I was going to surprise you. Oh, shut up. Oh, really? And, uh, oh, and little Mizzy a, Miz. He's a son of a bitch, and he's going to Jay-Z right now. Yeah. Classic it was, Miz. It was his birthday yesterday, too. So yeah. I figured... I nice. figured as much. I, he, Yo, that's I like, gotta give that's love. I gotta give love to Mizzy right now. I have so much love for Mizzy. He's uh, he's a um, remarkable person. Yeah, like, he, he amazing. is really cool. So soul. much love to the city. It's crazy, dude. Mizzy is um, he, Mizzy's unique in that he always always gives his best. He always yeah. gi- he always gives you his best. And, and yeah. you know, uh, I've 
I've been witnessed many times where people haven't given him that the same in, in return, and he still is like he'll still give you his best. Yeah. And uh, dude, yeah, hats off to him. Hats off to uh, anyone who's like putting as much effort as he is. Yeah. Like he's he's fucking killing it, dude. He's like, has uh, he told you how we met? You and him? Yeah. No. How did you and Mizzy meet? So, um, I was like backstage for Joey Badass. Um, oh yeah, and they they were opening, right? They were opening. Yeah. They were opening for Joey Badass, the whole kids yeah. uh, crew. And um, and we just started like I don't know we were smoking a joint or something back. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we can say that allegedly. Allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. I wouldn't do the show if I could do what I fucking wanted. <laughs> There's no fuck, way. fuck, fuck, fucking wanted. Yeah, fucking cock. Please, All right. yeah. So, Jesus, so geez, we can't say let's blur that one. Let's yeah, that, let's blur that one. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Seahawk. Don't censor it. We'll just blur it. Blur the (laughs) blur the word. All right, I need you to make sure I'm not going to swear, and if I am, you just need to beep it. Yeah, live censor. Yeah, okay. Well, live censor, but I'll see it. Okay, all right. So yeah, we were uh, we were outside chilling, and uh, we started talking. We had some mutual friends. I was still new to Vancouver, and um, we were both like backstage just chilling, and um, we started talking and found out we were both musicians. I didn't even get to see them live because I was late to the show. And I didn't know they were musicians or anything. So he uh, was like on the high of like, I just killed it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's cool. And uh, Mizzy's a very like nice, energetic dude. So he's he's showing love. And uh, and since then, we've just like always clicked. Um, He's come to all my shows. He's booked me for shows. He's bought tickets for shows even when he knows he can't come just to come support, you know? Like, dude, that's what I'm talking about. Like, very amazing dude. Very selfless. Yeah, and exactly. I, and I, I love exactly. that about him, man. I was just, uh, I made a little post about him yesterday on Instagram and I was saying, like, every city needs a Mizzy, you know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, that's so straight, straight up. up. You, you need he, someone to support the infrastructure of this yeah. shit. And, um, I don't think he gets the love he deserves from like the city, but I not think, yet. No, exactly. On it's going to come. He's he's one of the more <laughs> underground dudes, mm-hmm. um, but he's doing so much for the community that I think it's yeah. just a matter of time before he's he's one of the big heads in Vancouver. You yeah, know? like one of the big names. Obviously, my bias is that I'm producing his entire new record, yeah, like with Clarity for sure. So Clarity is is going to be such. Uh, a departure for that, by the way. Yeah, well, dude, it's gonna be so good. But pay the man came out to really good uh, response this, this summer. Man. Yeah, so so we're looking at like hopefully, you know, like we uh, we had a video shot about a month ago, and so when we hit the ground, we're gonna have a bunch of the, everything ready to go. Yeah, and a lot of the material is a huge departure from if, if people have been listening to Fight Club or uh, you know Commiserate Your Soul or any of the other projects we've done together. It's like it's it's gonna be completely different. I think it's gonna uh, fit. Uh, in this modern climate a little bit more in terms of what you might expect to, yeah. from, from um, you know, just artists that you want to hear right now. It, it's really good. For know? sure. And I think that falls in line with your music. You have a really great uh, knack of being able to stay very, very uh, on top of trend and, and, and melody. Yeah. Like, you know, like you were saying earlier, you study everything. Yeah. Who, who's someone that uh, you studied uh, to the point that they almost became like an idol to you. Maybe they are an idol. Who, who's someone like that? Um, I'd say Joey Badass and the Joey whole Badass. like pro era. Yeah. Click. Yeah. Dude, that, uh, the Christ consciousness. Yeah. Is that's, that's a crazy video. One of the most insane videos. That's, um, ever one of, that was like his first kind of like big, big, yeah. big video. That was the first and time I ever was, um, heard of him. One that? of, uh, Beyonce's videographers did that video. Really? Yeah. It's the same one that did the, uh, the one take of uh, the one that Kanye got mad about? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> the one he rushed the stage about? 
greatest video of all time. That one. That's going down in history. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Uh, I want. I want to ask you. Uh, I want to ask you something. Yeah. Um, your favorite producers. Yeah. Who are, Who are your favorite producers? Fuck. How much time do we have? Give me. A, give me a one minute answer. Condense, sir. Get the timer out. Okay. Here we go. All right. Rocket. Um, go. Perfect. Jay Dilla. Kanye West. In this order? Is this uh, an order? No, no okay. particular order. <laughs> uh, Pete Rock. Uh, RZA. Excellent. Um, my homie Cubes. Yeah. Gotta say that. Yeah. Um, He's been doing great work yeah, for, with you. Yeah, so yeah. He has. Um, that's a hard. That's a hard question. It's tough, man. It is. It is. It's tough. It's tough de- that's why I didn't limit you. That wasn't like yeah. top five. I definitely like. <laughs> I'll say that like number one is Dilla. Like I, Dilla is my favorite producer. Wow, for sure. Mm, that's I love, crazy. I love Dilla. Yeah. You, yeah. You, um, what's your favorite Dilla beat? Fuck. Come on. Is it off donuts? It is. I was just thinking. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking. Um, Don't cry is is pretty crazy. It's a great selection. Yeah, it's um, a great selection. One of my homies passed away a few weeks ago. Um, and that song has been on repeat for me very very heavily. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So. And um, and I feel like Jay Dilla kind of made that album for his fans and his family to kind of listen to after he's gone, to let them know that everything's good mm. and shit. So it's cool listening to that similar theme. I, yeah, that exactly. Feel, right? I like I feel my homie talking to me when I listen to Jay Dilla beats, wow. which I find is rare because I've never really felt emotion strictly from like an instrumental or a beat until I listen mm. to Jay Dilla. It's a massive goal of yeah. a lot of producers. It is you know? it is crazy. I feel like if you're a producer and you're at that level where you can strike emotion with someone, like you're you're doing everything right. You're doing it you really know? well. Yeah. He had it, Dilla had such a brilliant way of using everything in the sample. Like yeah. he, he would use like a four to five second sample and, yeah. and, and stretch it into this beautiful arrangement. And yeah. people I think that maybe aren't as well versed with with his work maybe don't see the the beauty in that but like i don't know producing myself i I could just say like the the technique that goes into yeah making that fit it's like it's crazy man it's beautiful have you seen the video of uh quest love talking about jay producing it's exactly what i'm talking about yeah that's i think if anyone out here has not seen that that's a great example of his work and how he creates things and he makes sounds out of things that don't even exist really you know like do you remember the name of the cut that he said i don't remember off the top of my head do you remember uh, no but a good example that comes to mind for like kind of similar is uh lightworks yes um, okay, yeah, yeah it's like the sky does flips and he takes that and then um edits it to a part where it says um i i forget what he mixes it with but the outcome is light up the spliffs yeah. So he mixes like light up the skies and the sky does flips and like puts it together and does light up the spliffs. That's crazy. Like, see, that's insane. what I'm talking about. Very, <laughs> very like next level. And here's another thing: when Dilla was alive, he's doing this with what it was now considered like just very basic digital. Like there's like yeah. mostly mostly hardware based production. Yeah. So he's like loading samples, bouncing them all out, loading samples. Again, he doesn't have. No, there's no Ableton there with everything lined up yeah, to see everything. Certainly you know? not. Like, no, 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 no. And, and it's like running, 
running your sample game mentally. Yeah. I, I'm, and, mm-hmm. and donuts, too. A thing about donuts is that was made on his deathbed. Like, yeah. he was producing a lot of that while he was in the hospital. Dude, he, had, he had lupus, yeah. and, and it hit him so hard, so quickly. Yeah. How, I hope you don't mind me asking me. How, no. how, did, your, how did your friend pass away? Um, from cancer. He had, uh, he had um, mm. non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Wow. Um, yeah, it was uh, it was really hard. That's that's really yeah. tough. Though. As much as like I want to say it was a long battle, it was it was pretty short for like cancer. He he was battling for about a year and a half, so it's like I find it fairly quick that it happened. Oh man! And uh, and he was a young dude too, so it's uh, and it's sad. And he has his own son too, so it's like oh, it's wow. really really hard hitting for that's everyone, tough. you know? Yeah. How young was he? Uh, he was twenty two, so he was only a year 22. younger. Twenty two. Yeah, man. Wow. That's crazy. That's so young. One thing I want to say, if I can plug anything. Um, yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> homie would always tell me, like, if you feel like anything is wrong, go get that checked out, you know? So if anyone ever feels like something's wrong, like you don't feel well, you feel like something may be wrong, go get it checked out for real. Mm-hmm. Just go like, and, and don't delay. Don't delay. Don't delay. Like, he said one day, I remember I was out here, and uh, and he texted me, and he's t- he told me he just, like, felt kind of sick. And he just kind of like pushed it aside. He couldn't breathe or something. <clears throat> and uh, and the same feeling happened to him a few weeks or months later. And he had to go to the hospital. He got rushed to the hospital. And uh, and they did the blood test and everything. And like that's when he found out he had cancer. Jesus and, Christ. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy. Wow. Very, it just very... turned around so quick like that, yeah. right? It's crazy. Like, I, I don't know if... Uh, if you guys are religious or if anyone watching is religious, but like, I'm, I'm respectful of beliefs, but yes, uh, I'm, I wouldn't say I'm like a, a very religious guy. I'm more like spirituality and, and I have faith in things. Mm-hmm. And, um, it sounds weird, but I feel like everything kind of happened for a reason. It's weird that out of anyone that it could have happened to, it's the guy that was doing so well and had more to lose than anyone else. So it's like, I don't know. It deepens my faith that things happen for a reason. Truly, it, is, you know? it strengthens your feelings. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and I and he knew that too. Like he was happy that he had his son to to continue on his legacy, and mm-hmm. and he was like he was peaceful towards the end. You know. So that makes me happy too. Was mm-hmm. he a, a supporter of your your music? He was. He was like, like. Uh, I, I still go to his Facebook and, like, just look at all the posts from, like, three <laughs> years ago and shit. And I see him sharing Homegrown and, like, all my freestyles yeah. and stuff like that. And uh, Your and face was, just lit up so much when uh, it's crazy. he, just, he like, said, yeah. yeah. Um, he was a huge supporter of my music. And, like, he's a huge reason why I'm at the place where I am. And I have a very s- small circle of friends. Like, I can count the amount of good friends that I can rely and, like, trust on on my hand. And, like, he was one of those dudes, you know? So, um it's crazy that the effect that he's had on me, like not only in my music, but like my personality and yeah. kind of like human I am. It's crazy. I I think it's uh, it's it's really cool for you to share all that with us because I, I, I know I, it. I know it's recent. And a, and a lot of people um, too. I wouldn't really share that with, but like I respect you guys. Hey. I respect what you're doing here, so I got to share. Uh, yeah, that and I, I respect like, you. I respect that love. You, you have uh, you have the capacity to share that with man because it's not easy. I know, especially when it's recent. Yeah. I, I don't have. Uh, I gotta say, uh, even though, even though I'm like nine years older than you, yeah. I I actually have been rather sheltered when it comes to um, deaths in, in my in my yeah. family and circle. I, I've yeah. only experienced like maternal and paternal grandparents, and, and I was kind of the same. Yeah. Like I've lost and like uncles. I've lost people and like I've lost friends and stuff and and family members, but no one that I would really consider like 
like the true like home year, like the family. So that's why it's really like hard hitting yeah. right now. You know, it's like the first time that I've really like yeah. And you're felt young. That. You're young, and he's yeah. he's he's young. You know, and like that's the thing. Like I, I yeah, I I it would be an empty gesture for me to even attempt to act like I know what it, oh, what it feels. Oh, I, you know I appreciate I mean? it. Though. I appreciate but, it though. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Um, there's one girl. Um, she's talking to me and like. I don't know. She it was fresh, freshly after he passed away, so I was still like very, very sensitive about it. And she could see that I was distraught. And uh, she's like, "I'm sorry to hear about your friend. Like, I, I really appreciate it when people just kind of say that they give their condolences and leave it at that." And then I'm kind of like, tears are rolling down my face, and like, she's like, "So how did he pass away?" Like, same thing. And mm. I was just like, "Yo, I'm not talking about this. Like, I don't really want to talk yeah. about this kind of shit." You know? Yeah. It also. It's got to be the right environment. It's got to be the right. It, ha- it has to be the right time, and yeah. like, uh, and this is only like a week after he passed away, too. Right. You know, it's, it's like timing's major. Just like let me chill type yeah. shit. You know, it's yeah. yeah. We have to talk a bit about like jazz drones and stuff first. <laughs> I do appreciate you bringing him up though, because he is. Yeah, he was a huge supporter of my music, and yeah. I know that he'd be super proud of me right now. Well, it's so, important, especially yeah. in the future when you reference this and exactly. talk about like, hey, what, what was going on? Yeah, and it's like that's that's the whole point of this stuff trying to time capsule a little portion of your life yeah. and then you come back on the show and we're like hey let's talk about this and then you're like hey you know what this is weirdly collecting a lot of these you know pivotal moments exactly my, my that's why I want to know when Uber and Lyft is going to be here so we can look back at this <laughs> that's and great. pin it down that's great I'd be like do you remember December when December 11th yeah <laughs> <laughs> what yeah download that app <laughs> I'd be like do you remember when CGB was on your pre-Uber pre-Lyft yeah. that was crazy those dinosaur the same days. days yeah you know, like, on dude, the same in our Jurassic era I remember when CGV thought that Uber was coming the same day he was on the show. <laughs> yeah. like, remember we, we like told him what day it was? He's like, what? <laughs> like, I just missed my flight. What do you mean like, today's today? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Uh, my friend, yes. uh, I, I feel like we have so much to chat about. We yeah. Do, and we're just kind of... We're just kind of starting. Yeah, I know. Shit. Um, you know what? I, I'll ask you, uh, I'll ask you one more thing yeah. before we kind of you know get into a little plug and all that yeah. stuff. Um, with within your your career so far mm. in career career well i look at everything as very i always try to uh i always try to uh appropriate a certain level of professionalism yeah. towards towards yeah. you as i call a it subject. a career I'm right. just, i a lot of people like to make fun yeah. of the whole soundcloud rapper thing so i it up though. but if <laughs> if i worded the question i was like so about your hobby yeah like, about you'd, be your like, hobby. you'd be like great thanks yeah like just fuck yeah it, another it, one of these denigrates just it walk out <laughs> yeah exactly yeah it denigrates it from the beginning yeah it doesn't yeah i'd like everyone to know uh we're all in our socks right now by the way yeah. we're not wearing oh, shoes yeah it's we're, quite comfortable yeah this is how we get down well right now when it's raining out, you don't want to bring wet, wet shoes in. It's not even That's raining bad. out either, really. That's the best part. Don't break the fourth wall, sir. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the fine. window. The window. Yeah, don't break the window. Um, I, I was gonna say, as as far as go, go float yourself, yourself sir. go float yourself. I'll have to do that ad here in a minute too. Uh, within your career, yeah. A lot of times, goals, um, people assign, like, you know, uh, artists I work with. Uh, I always ask them, I'm like, you know, what are your goals for this project? Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, I always try to tell them, don't say things like, uh, 
uh, rich and famous or something like that because no, like that's no, 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 that's no. A, it's not really quantifiable, right? No, but it is quantifiable to say like I want to uh, I want to release this project. Yeah, that's like a very attainable goal. Or yeah. I want to uh, tour this project or something. What's uh, what's a goal that you have for my upcoming project? For, yeah, for your upcoming project. Um, I want to get rich and famous. Okay. <laughs> Nice. I that's like all that answer. Right yeah, now. and that's all the time we have, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, uh, for real, though, I, I want to speak to people. I want to. Um, I think if anyone knows my music, if if you guys know me and you know the music that I make, I don't really make the typical future young thug type music. Yeah, and I'm not really speaking about um, females or currency or drugs. Um, I kind of speak about deeper things and. Um, I like to think I'm a little more conscious with my uh, with my music and everything. Yeah. So um, I just want to be able to speak to people. I want to be able to speak to those kids that don't have anyone to talk to, who are depressed and alone, and yeah. and kind of relied on rap the same way that I relied on rap when I was growing up. Yeah, yeah. I I love that answer, man, because I can feel the shift. There's a bit Thank of an energy shift. I can feel it. I can <laughs> feel you trending in, in a direction. I really like it. Thank you, man. I, I saw you post it. something on Instagram the other day. I think, uh, I don't even know how recent it was, but I saw it the other day and it was like, uh, 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 used to do it for the money, but now I do it for the love. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. And I, I love that, man. Thank That's you. That's really yeah, cool. I think everyone, when they start making music, they're kind of like, yeah, I want to just become famous and rich. And yeah. Like, I want to make that, <laughs> I want to be rich and famous That's and right. make that money, you know? But, um, and like admittedly that's why I started like I just wanted to kind of make money and I thought mm-hmm. it would be a cool career path but now I think that it's deeper than that and I really just want to spread a message to people and I want to be able to provide with provide my family with um with everything by doing that you know dude yeah. ladies and gentlemen make sure you go out and check out homegrown available now on all major streaming yes, websites they. and apps out there it's uh it's pretty amazing i, I would definitely recommend check it out Thank uh you. check out the mick jenkins uh portion of that record is major record i love yes. that smoke only joints great you, the whole thing top to bottom is good yeah i really enjoy it uh how can people follow you if they're so inclined um think cgb um, you can go to SoundCloud, think CGB, Facebook, think CGB, Instagram, think CGB, Twitter, think CGB, think CGB.com, everything. Seamart, how impressed am I when, when artists... You do like it to be uniform. I, I hate when my, rappers have different... How how do you expect us to follow I don't know. you, man? By the way, I'm just going to say this. It's like, it's so important to me that it's, it's uniform that when i hear someone do it and i'm just like yeah attaboy i'm go. actually in the there process right now like i'm literally trying to purchase all the cgb names yeah <laughs> from from like all the different platforms Fair enough. and i have it on soundcloud but like i'm just kind of waiting for them all to line up so then i can change them all to cgb can't go broke no nope. oh, can't Taking go broke. The think out. I'm, I'm cutting think i don't oh, know nice. if i should tell anyone that i, I was like, kind actually, of play, playing a secret but i was kind of i like think you like think? I'm just gonna say that I, my my piece on that is I like it. You know why I like Thank it is because it's uh, provoking. Yeah, it's thought provoking. Yeah, because you're like think can't go broke. You yeah, think, yeah. I like yeah. I, I know where you're coming from. Do you know originally. Do you know T Crispel? Have you heard that name? T. Uh, yeah, actually, I yeah. do know that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That, she, yo, she's female uh, female rapper, the yeah. people Northwest. Yeah. Um. She's my ex girlfriend actually. Okay. Um. She helped me come up with that name. Oh, uh, really? Think Think CGB because I was very like. Like uh, Joey Badass and yeah. all of them, I was very following them and like doing everything they were doing. Like I said, like studying them. That's smart. You're just exactly you're improving and expanding upon an yeah. existing template. Exactly. Yes. What is and the can't grow 
broke Can- thing though. I was gonna. I wanted to ask yeah. that. Like, what's that about? <laughs> Can't go broke. Seymour's uh, portion of this is. Uh, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no. That's um, what CGB. Yeah. Yeah. For sure, and understandably, since I was just saying, like, I don't really care about money and shit. Nice. Um, but the deeper reason is that is like, um, I. Jesus, it sounds so corny saying, but like, I'm rich in spirit. You know, it's mm, like okay. no matter what, I can't go broke. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm doing this all, I'm giving it my all. So it's like, I can't go broke. And it's like, I literally can't go broke. Yeah. Like I have to support my mom and like, yeah. I have to support myself. Mm. And like, if I want to come back to Vancouver, it's mm-hmm. like, I got to really, really support myself. Cause this is an expensive Dude. damn city, you know, it's not cheap here. Genghis yeah. Khan used to burn the provisions for the next day and kill all the horses and and uh he he would like sink like all their means of uh ability to have any logistics at all and and he'd be like okay it's either we take this fucking fortress the stronghold it's either we take this stronghold or we die damn that would do can't go broke Genghis Khan. that's pretty much what it is it's like i i can't i can't go broke Dude, imagine that. Like, imagine you show up and he's just like, all right, now we're going to kill all the horses. And you're like, <laughs> what? Like, first of all, that's how we fight. Yeah. You're like, do we need Genghis. some of them, right, for the fight? He's like, all right, you can keep 10. <laughs> you, 10. As many cabs as there are in New York. Super <laughs> yeah. Burr. That's right. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for watching. We're going to do a little, uh, a little shout out quick to our sponsor. Uh, if you're in the uh, Vancouver area or the lower mainland or western Canada at this point, I think we're expanding southern as well, uh, you might want to go ahead and browse your links, browsers, what? Over to uh, floathouse.ca. What would you do there? Well, I would tell you right now. Floathouse is the premier isolation tank destination in those areas I just mentioned. And the best part about it is you might be asking, what is a float tank? Well, the best part... What is a float tank? Well, a float tank is simply the ability for you to unlock the mysteries of your mind. Holy shit. Or, it's a very relaxing way to spend 45 to 90 minutes in complete darkness and sound deprivation. It's very, very... Uh, the word very doesn't even describe it as well, but I should say it's, it's incredibly... It's incredibly powerful the way you can transcend a little bit of your your ego and and just really think about some things in your life when you're just totally by yourself. Yeah. It really is great. I love it. It's a tranquil experience. It's like a spa for your mind. And one of the, my favorite parts about it is that you get your own personal shower. You get your own like house code. They take care of you really well here, and the staff is super knowledgeable. If you need any information, you can go ahead and check it out on floathouse.ca. And... Right now, use our podcast promo code IIPODCAST. Get yourself 20% off your next float. What? How much of a crazy deal is that? I'm 20%. Doing that tomorrow. You should definitely do it. Right. I'll sort you out. Yeah, definitely come try it out. 20% off your next float, IIPODCAST. That's our promo code. Use it and go to floathouse.ca. Oh, shit. So I was thinking, you know how things are provocative? Yes. Can floats be unlockative? You're talking about unlocking the mysteries? That's all the time we have. Yeah, and then we got to go. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that was good. That was good. That was uh, good. That was about, six out of six. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, like 80 episodes deep or something like I that? I don't know. I just <laughs> was thinking of that when I was sitting here. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, yeah, honestly, uh, I, I really appreciate you making time to come down here, brother. Oh, Thanks a lot. I, I appreciate doing these kinds of things all the time. So. Connor Broussard, you're, you're a man of the people. I love it. CGB, Seamart. 
How can people follow you if they're so inclined? It's not a thing that I would do. Perfect. And that, my ladies and gentlemen, and my friends and family and whoever else is watching, especially all our YouTube commenters that seem to have opinions about our views, we love you and we love all you. Thank you very much for watching. If you want to follow us, please do so by going to Intergalactic Interviews and searching anywhere on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, anywhere. Leave us a like, subscribe, SoundCloud. Leave us a review. That helps us more than anything. I'm going to go drink tea until I can drink Jack. I love y'all. See you soon. Bye. Peace. I turned out. Great.